0: welcome to our slash best of redditor updates where this dude refuses to marry his girlfriend because she's an immigrant my boyfriend doesn't want to marry me because i'm an immigrant i am a 29 year old woman and i moved to the us seven years ago as a grad school student from indonesia i met my boyfriend who is 30 a few months after i moved and we've been together ever since my boyfriend is a us citizen After I graduated we had a serious discussion about where our relationship was headed I made it very clear that I wanted to eventually get married and have children. My boyfriend echoed the sentiments I remember asking him if he saw that happening with me because I didn't want to be in a relationship with no future He told me he loved me and that we were definitely headed in that direction as of last week We've been dating for seven years We've occasionally talked about marriage, but we were both busy with our respective careers So the timing didn't seem quite right However, recently my company announced that there's a chance that my department's work will be outsourced I'm on an h1b visa a temporary worker So this means that I need to start looking for a job ASAP if I want to continue staying in the u.s Last week during our anniversary, I brought this up I asked him if he thought it was the right time to think about getting married, as that will also help with sorting out my visa issues. He looked like he was about to vomit after much prodding he confessed that he wasn't planning on us getting married before i was able to get a green card become a permanent resident in the us i was incredibly confused as he'd never mentioned this before his reason was that he didn't want to be used as a visa mule those were his words not mine by me and that he wanted to make sure that i married him because i loved him and not because it was a ticket to getting to stay in the us which can only happen when I get a green card. It took me a while to process what he said and I asked him if he'd be okay to move to Indonesia with me, which he wasn't. I did not react well and I ended up leaving as I couldn't deal with what had just happened. I'm still in disbelief. I started dating him because he was the kindest, most thoughtful and generous man I'd met. I now feel like I've wasted seven years. While the visa issues are certainly a problem, I did not date him with the intention of making him my safety net. I cannot believe that even after nearly a decade together, he doesn't know what kind of person I am. I feel like this relationship is possibly over and it hurts. It hurts so much. Well, there we go. Tough start to the episode, but let's get straight into the updates. I took a few days to collect myself and then reached out to him wanting to talk. He agreed. It turns out that he's been insecure about earning less than I did for a while. Apparently, his friends have been poking fun at our relationship, Calling me the sugar mummy because I take care of most of the expenses. He never told me this until now He apparently didn't feel like an equal because our pay differs so much And he started feeling that I was only with him as a quick way to get a permanent residency here I was speechless. I couldn't believe that his friends gaslighted him into doubting our relationship I reminded him how he'd supported me when I was in grad school like getting me groceries when I had little money to spare allowing me to stay with him rent-free in my last year of grad school to help me minimize expenses so I didn't have to take out a loan, letting me use his car when I was attending interviews. I told him that he did that because he loved me and me taking on the majority of household expenses since I started working is my way of paying him back for all those things he did for me back then. He said that he gets what i'm saying But also that he didn't expect me to start earning more than him straight off the bat I asked if there was any chance he considered going to couples therapy Like some of you in the comments had suggested and he declined as he didn't think he was being unreasonable He said that he wanted to be the provider in the relationship and that he didn't feel like one in us So there's no going back from this unless I quit my job and found another that pays substantially less Which isn't going to happen Well, long story short, we broke up. His family is in disbelief. They were hoping that he'd propose soon. I've moved into an Airbnb for now. Also, a little bit of good news to end this update with. My company offered me a similar role in a different department. However, this is based out of France and there's a small decrease in pay. I've always dreamed about living in Europe and I've accepted this offer. I've signed the relocation agreement and I'll move there in the next 8 to 12 weeks. And there we go. What a start to this episode. Now, thankfully, we had the update in which OP has finally gotten rid of this crazy guy. It just, to me, screams of, I don't know, insecurity. The fact that your girlfriend earning more than you is that much of an issue to you just screams insecurity. It really does. And um, yeah, clearly there are some underlying issues going on with this guy that make it a great decision. Of you, OP, to break up with him. Very sad though, very weird. After seven years of being with someone and thinking you know them... They say no, I feel like you're using me to get a green card. How does that make any sense? I don't really know what's going on here I'm, just pretty sure there are some deeper lying things going on with this dude. That's unfortunately what I think I mean, sorry, let's just think about this objectively You're saying that you don't want your partner to make a lot of money then Is that not just the most backwards thing i've ever heard in my life? Whoever i'm with I want them to make as much money as they possibly can as long as they're happy, of course Why not since when was your partner making more money than you a bad thing? Yeah, insecurity once again now our next best of redditor update story comes from am I the jerk am I the jerk for suing my girlfriend after she had my 1967 impala project taken to the scrapyard i'll try to keep this short I had a 1967 impala 4 door that I bought in february 2019 A couple of months ago, I bought my first house that had a two and a half car garage. I moved the car in and started tearing it down for a complete restoration. I had the body in one bay and the chassis in another, plus the whole garage filled with parts. About two months ago, my girlfriend came to live with me during this whole crisis. This was originally posted on the 27th of May 2020, so during COVID. And the whole time she has just hated that car she wants to park in the garage But I have two acres of land with a lot of nice places to park under shady trees Or heck even in the barn if it has to be inside I tell her tough luck. It's my house and it's not like I can just throw it back together real quick Anyways, I was out of town for a couple of days on a business trip for the small local company. I work for When I got back my girlfriend was all smiles making me food all the time doing all the chores all of that I thought maybe she was just happy to have me home But then I realized I didn't see her car in its usual spot I asked her where she'd parked so I could make sure I mow that area and keep it clean And she said not to worry because she parked in the garage I asked how And she told me to go and check it out. It turns out that while I was gone, she hired some people to come over and move everything related to that car, including the drivetrain, body, and chassis and all parts, and take it to the local dump or scrapyard. I was absolutely dumbfounded. I'd spent over $11,000 on that car, including new parts, services, and of course the car itself. I told her that I was going to be taking her to court for that, and she brushed me off like I was being dramatic. I told her that it's done between us and to pack her things and leave. I admit I was really angry, but I did end up getting a lawyer and as I have all the receipts for all that money spent And I have her on my house's security cam footage letting the guys in and watching them take it all I think I can win her family and friends are Absolutely blowing me up saying it's just a stupid old piece of junk and that she cannot pay back all that money I spent and that I should just let it go But i've been putting in all my time effort and money into that car for a year and a half now and god dang it if i'm not gonna get justice for what she did So am I the jerk well update incoming of course, but off the bat no where you the jerk? That's just your property and you've explicitly told your girlfriend don't touch it It's also on my land to just compound things and she has done Yeah, I mean you could say it's a little bit too much to sue her But ultimately if you're not going to be with her anymore and she's just like another random person And she did that and cost you eleven thousand dollars worth of stuff then why not get your money back? i see no problem with it first of all a quick message from op thank you all so much for the support and awards and everything i'm glad i've some people on my side i got a call from her mum about 20 minutes ago and she told me that i was ruining her daughter's life over a stupid car i told her she ruined her own life i've been gathering documentation and stuff and i'm about to head down to the police station and file a report as suggested by lots here once again Thank you all okay then let's get into the official update went to the police station last night was told to come back in the morning just got back and filed an official report against her for grand larceny and grand theft auto i showed them all the receipts i have for the car and the footage of her letting the guys come and take it as well as the title for the vehicle in my name they said they'll be in contact with all three parties me, my ex girlfriend, and the junkyard guys soon, and they'll hopefully be able to recover some or all of the car. Just have to wait now. Now, the great news is, guys, that the story doesn't end there. Huge update they found OP's goddamn car. The junkyard guys apparently were in the middle of hiding it when the police came to ask some questions. It was on a forklift, and they were going to put it on top of a pile of cars that was hidden behind more piles of cars they said it was theirs and they had the title Ah, okay but obviously they didn't have the title for it and since they matched the vin on the chassis and body to the vin on my title it was obviously mine i know at least one person there has been arrested i think he was in the camera footage i talked about earlier but i don't know if it was the boss or whomever or even his specific charge they also told me they'd be looking into this specific junkyard for any other vehicles reported stolen. They said they haven't been able to get in contact with my ex just yet, but they're working on it I'm, just so glad they found my car Luckily, I made quite an album of pictures detailing me tearing down the car So I can use that to prove what parts they had were mine So I can hopefully get most or all of it back The police haven't let me take it back home yet as they say it's evidence or something So hopefully I can get it back eventually Thank you all so much for the support and advice. She's gonna be all right. And there we go, a great ending to that story. It is good once in a while to actually get a positive ending to a post on Reddit. Because let me tell you guys, as you know, if you watch a lot of my content, it's few and far between. So yeah, I'm grateful. I really, really am. I will say at one point there, I was a little bit confused as to why the Junkyard guys were getting in trouble. But the more I think about it, the more it's clear they've done wrong. First of all, they shouldn't have taken that car without the title. And they can't have had the title, right? Because they didn't have it. It's OP's, not his girlfriend's. So I guess all they've done is just gone on the consent of your ex-girlfriend, which, I mean, I don't know much about, you know, getting rid of cars and stuff, but that can't be legal. And that may well have been why they were trying to hide the car, on top of the fact that they wanted, obviously, to use some of the parts and make money out of it themselves. And yeah, if someone's been arrested, clearly there's something fraudulent going on here. Um, Above my head, of course, but it could be one of those things I mentioned. Now, as for you... It's just great that the car, is, the car is safe and you get your baby back. I can't imagine anything worse. Yeah, $11,000 is a lot of money. But a project that you spent clearly months and months, maybe years on, just going like that and not getting it back, sure, you can get reimbursed the cash. But the car is the car. That's your pride and joy. So hopefully you're getting that back soon enough. And that is really good to So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And now for our final post of today's episode. I keep meeting my birth mom, but she doesn't know it's me. She had me when she was 14. And I, now a 24-year-old man, was given up for adoption. My parents told me about her growing up. I still had the letter that she wrote to me, telling my parents they could give it to me if they wanted. It's crazy reading it sometimes and knowing it was a literal child who wrote it, saying she's sorry she couldn't be my mummy, but she hopes I'm happy. She was open to having contact, but we moved from my dad's job when I was 11, and then it seemed impossible to find her. But luckily I did. She's working at this small restaurant and I keep going. But she doesn't know it's me we talk sometimes and she seems like a nice lady sometimes when she says something like do you want a refill honey or uses another term like that i want to tell her i don't know why it makes me nervous We talk sometimes and she seems really genuine if it's not super busy She's more open to talking about random stuff I literally drive two hours to come and eat at this place just to see her and it's like she now knows me already Because i'm there once or twice a week for the past three months So she always says hi with a big smile, but man if only she knew All right, then now getting into the update which let's be honest. We all want to see well I did it. I told her And yeah, it was pretty heavy. My heart was even beating fast. I kept trying to think of how to tell her. Many of the comments on my last post here mentioned writing her a letter, just how she wrote one for me. Originally, that was the plan, but for me, it felt like I needed to say it. Oh, really quickly, I want to say thanks to everyone for their love and support. Mostly to all the birth parents out there who shared their stories with me. That's what really helped push me to have the courage to confront her. It meant so much, so thanks. Everything happened the day before yesterday, by the way. I did wait for her to be done with her shifts and that was when they were closing the restaurant already And I waited in the parking lot. We said hi when she saw me first But then I told her there was something serious that she needed to know I first told her sorry for keeping it from her this long She didn't react until I actually pulled out her letter and she started bawling from there like screaming and crying at the same time I didn't even have to finish the whole i'm your son speech. She just saw it and knew It was crazy next thing. I know she's hugging me instantly But then she pulled back and asked if it's okay to hug me Of course it is and we're just there hugging and crying in the parking lot It hit her hard though. Her legs gave out for a second So I had to actually hold her up while she's still hugging me for a minute What really got me was her saying to me look how big you got also hearing her cry. made me cry, too She went back to open the restaurant up. She wouldn't take no for an answer We had a coffee ate a slice of their pie inside and we talked so much stuff we talked about she told me the second time i came to the restaurant she got a feeling but for her it was hard to believe it was me so that feeling she had was pushed way down she told me that for years after i was adopted she'd see kids that would be my age and she used to think they were me then she'd be crying in public It screwed with her mind a lot and made her depressed so she didn't want to do the same when she saw me Getting her hopes up like that. She says I look so much like my biological dad when he was younger though We talked about him too They stayed in contact with each other in case I ever reached out to one of them so it would be easier to contact the other. I didn't have hope about finding my biological dad since he was never mentioned, so I'm glad they both planned for this future scenario. She told me about how they wanted to keep me, especially my biological dad. He didn't want me to be adopted, but he knew they had to because they were just kids. It took him a long time to get past it after I was born, she told me. That's why he didn't leave anything, because he didn't want to believe he might not see me again. We talked for hours, until almost two in the morning. They closed at 11. She just wanted to know everything about me, but her main thing was, am I happy? Were my parents good to me? Did I have a happy childhood? And I did. I told her, thank you for helping to give me this life. We both cried again. She cried the most. Everything was very emotional for her. Sometimes she'd look really happy, but then get sad again. After my 18th birthday, she was hoping I would find her. That's why she stayed in the same city. But since I didn't, she always thought maybe I resented her, wasn't told I was adopted, or maybe had decided it was better not to have her around. It made me feel bad for not telling her sooner. She told me it's not my fault and I did right going at my own pace. Honestly, she's so sweet. The way she kept looking at me with the biggest smile, it made me emotional sometimes it makes you think how can someone who's been a total stranger your whole life look at you with so much love it's wild we learn so much about each other she asked me if we could have dinner soon to keep talking and if at some point in the future if i'm interested to come over to her house so i can meet her husband That all sounded really great. We exchanged numbers. After I left, she sent a text telling me thank you for giving her this gift that she didn't know if it would ever come. My girlfriend came over and she hugged me while I cried. I wasn't sad, by the way. These were happy tears. Everything went better than I expected. There was still emotionally heavy stuff, but I'm still glad that we got to open up to each other. And there we go. Back to back positive stories for a change. And that one, wow. It was even tugging at my heartstrings. Like I feel a little tear in my eye. Very very great story and now i want to know did you end up meeting your biological father well guys let me tell you all that there is actually another update to this story now i don't have time to put it in this episode as this is quite long already but let me just say this if you guys want to see it drop a comment down below like the video subscribe follow do whatever you want to do and shout at me to give you The next update in this story. I haven't clicked on it, so I don't know what happened But all I know is there is another update and who knows what may have happened in that one Now before we end today's episode first of all, I owe you some charity shoutouts. We're now at £4,056 raised still pushing towards that £5,000 target Link to donate is down below and if we get there i'll be making a full length video in full Karen makeup. It's gonna be really pretty, you know, so yeah, if you want to see that wow First of all, you're strange. Second of all, donate. Nonetheless, here we go. Stephen and Alana Larson. Our mum taught us to share what we have. We did ask if we could do this using her card and she said yes. So this is our way of sharing. Wow, Stephen and Alana, absolute legends. Thank you very, very much. And of course, thank you to your mother as well for allowing this. Colby and Mummy, good luck with your run, Jack. I love listening to you at bedtime. You relax me and mummy. I have autism, ADHD and sensory processing disorder. So charities like this help me and my family. Wow, Colby, you play legend, mate. Thank you so much for the donation and thank you to the mother once again. Susan, both of my kids have disabilities and I love what you're doing. We absolutely love. There's not a word there, so it could be hate. What do you reckon, guys? Comment down below. Imagine it was this. We absolutely hate listening to your videos while driving back and forth to the city for my daughter's chemo. Okay, maybe don't make a joke there, but um, I presume it's gonna be love or at least like. And uh, Susan, yeah, sorry to hear that you're going through that and that your daughter's going through chemo. I now feel bad for making that joke. But nonetheless, thank you very much for the donation. Very much appreciated. Jaden knows this is not a lot with a $2 donation, but hopes this can help a bit. As I say every episode, no matter how big or small, you will get a shout out if you donate to the page. Simple as that. And yes, of course it will help a little bit. Every little helps as Tesco famously say, "Ktg. Last time Kate donated, my bank thought I was hacked or scammed since I sent money to a different country. I'm giving five dollars instead of three this time. Hopefully, I don't have a panic attack. <laughs> well, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna think something crazy is going on now. Why is is really thinking you're hacked because you sent three dollars to charity? I mean, fair enough." crazy things happen but good to hear that you're you're back on the train back on the donation train and yeah i hope for your sake your bank account doesn't get completely destroyed katie thank you very much liz my boyfriend introduced you to me and i listen to your videos all the time when i'm getting ready or doing chores keep up the great job jack you're awesome no you are liz thank you very much and more importantly i presume that you're named after our dear queen or ex-queen now and to me as a royalist that that has a very big place in my heart i don't know where i'm going with that it's not at all funny and i also don't care for the royals jean thanks to this by the way jean or exxon who knows probably jean hey there jack i use your videos as background noise when i work on art lovely stuff can't get up a lot since art is my only income right now hope that's enough love heart well love heart back to you jean ten dollars is a great amount are you joking Thank you very, very much. Donna Sanborn, every dollar counts. Keep it up. Maybe you can set a second goal of reading stories from the audience. May help when Reddit is down. Of course, Reddit was down the other day and it was impacting my ability to make these episodes. That's a great shout. You know what? I don't even need a goal. I'll just do it anyway. Great idea, Donna. And thank you to all of you for donating. We're getting close. Get in the description. Get in the pinned comment. The link is there go and donate anyway guys that is gonna do it for this one once again thank you all so much to those of you that have donated so far we're just three weeks away now pretty much from the Mara. i can feel the butterflies baby i really can once again if you do want to see the update to that last story then comment down below shout on me i'll get it done With that all being said hope you guys enjoyed this one and i'll see you all tomorrow with another reddit episode planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince